0: scrimmage, here's Kaur, Blake Hill, C-U, You a touchdown, Michigan, Spears, what an answer, Tyson Spears all the way down inside the 10, George is pretty slumped, Williams for the defense, kept it, a keeper for a touchdown, nothing, just drop your nuts, really that's all it is. And scrambling on defense. They throw it up for Coleman again, and he has it. Touchdown Michigan State. Plenty of time for Stroud. Directing receivers, flips it to the end zone. Caught touchdown. Marvin Harrison Jr. making a huge impact, and the Buckeyes draw first blood.
1: To Degenerates podcast. I am Jacob Bellville. I will be guest hosting tonight, not co hosting, because Luke Probasco wasn't able to make it. The only reason he gave is he's out there, he's fleecing the league for trades. So just watch what you're dealing with when accepting a trade from him. He's going to try and throw in an extra 14th round pick. That doesn't really matter. You know, Things just go crazy. Also joining me is the newest co-host, Aaron Tweet. How's it going, Aaron? Uh, pretty
0: good, pretty good. Prefer bear tweet, but, you know,
1: okay, it's, it's bear, hard out
0: here. The bear is here in his alter ego. Yep, yep, yep. So, so uh, I heard you have Luke a quick was, hitter uh, for us. Yeah, Luke. I, Luke Luke put me up to a quick hitter this week. Uh, once again, I heard he's trying to fleece Grim. Uh, on, a, on a pretty big trade. But uh, can't release any details um, from what I've heard. Um, you know, the Bear's an insider, so he's got some details. But uh, we got ourselves a quick hitter this week. Um, I posed the question out to the group. Um, I got six responses. That might be that might top-quality responses. Luke never gets anything like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, 60% of the league – not great. No, and I didn't vote. So like, oh, so you're you got probably problem. It. Yeah, probably well, problem. well, when you pose a quick hitter, you know, you don't have to vote on your own thing. So okay, but uh, you know, we were looking at some some college running back stats this year, this week. Just uh, overall career stats. We did three running backs, um, and really, what we were looking for is who do you want on your NFL roster. Um, I'm just gonna go through the the stats here real quick. Um, and then actually first, I want you to give me your top three. We know who you voted for, but I want, I want ranked one through three on where we're going to be at with these. So player a, uh, who you did not vote for, um, but was actually voted on by Luke, Luke and Grim. They agreed on something. And then you got Nate. It's quite the crew there that all agreed on player A. But player A, um, we had 383 attempts, uh, rushing attempts for 2132, 2132 yards, and 15 touchdowns. We had 104 receptions for 1,212 yards and eight touchdowns. And that was over three years. um, And the player played 32 games. Uh, Player B was the other person who got a response. We had uh, yourself, Jacob, who voted for Player B. Uh, We had Big L and we had Rinker coming in, um, all wanting Player B on their pro roster. Uh, Player B, 758 attempts for 4,769 yards, 44 touchdowns, um, 31 receptions, 361 receiving yards, and four touchdowns. This player played for four years, also played for 47 games, so... Out of the three, this is going to be the one player that played the most games. It also had the most rushing touchdowns. Then we got player C. Player C is actually the one I told Luke that I would take. Um, 427 attempts for 2,910 yards, 31 touchdowns. There was 49 receptions for 570 yards and three touchdowns. This player played for four years, but 34 games. So, those were kind of the players I was – I like his just kind of evenness. I mean, you voted for B because?
1: So, first thing I'll say is I did not realize this was a – like, is this a C2C version of a poll? Because if I knew that those were college guys and one guy spent four years there, I don't want him. All right? He's not NFL material at that point. But, yes, I went with B. Um, The reason I went with B is, like, basically, anytime we do these polls, all I do is figure out how many points per game a guy is scoring. I think player A was at 18, and then player B and C were both at, like, 17.7. So you're talking about giving up 0.3 per game in points, but then you get, like, an extra year of production out of them.
0: Yeah, I I went with B. So... Which that makes sense. Now, knowing kind of what we're looking at, where would you rank these? As like, we'll just say B is your number one, obviously based off of what you saw. What, where would you rank the other two? I'd probably go B A C. Okay, it's pretty good. Thanks. I'm fairly impressed. <laughs> I only had three options, so <laughs> blood alcohol content. Mine's high. So, uh, anyways looking at this it's kind of interesting uh Luke
1: vote we, we, we had a we had a comment come in on who I would choose now like if it's okay assuming that it's a c2c league I'm going a I don't want you there for four years yep yeah. I feel like that might be a gotcha by your facial expression but
0: like is this player terrible <laughs> no I mean unfortunately this player is the guy you just traded away who? Player A. Oh, but for what? Player A, you traded Jameer Gibbs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For, player B, for player B. Yeah. Who's Nick Chubb?
1: That makes sense.
0: I don't you know. Maybe,
1: maybe the universe is just speaking
0: to me. We didn't get you roped into the Tajay Spears talk, though, because he's no. Player C. No. However, Nate's been talking up Player C – And Grimm talked up player C a lot, yet they voted for Jameer Gibbs.
1: Here's what I remember, is I put a poll out there, what tier would you put Jameer Gibbs in? And Nick Chubb was clearly in like the bottom of tier one, tier two on that running back poll, and everybody said tier three or four. But Mm -hmm. now, here I am, I traded Jameer Gibbs for Nick Chubb.
0: Nope. And we'll get more into that trade here in a little bit, but good definitely did not go the way i thought it was going to go but luke did predict that you were going to pick nick chubb however you read it wrong so you kind of picked both but yeah i mean nick chubb just lost that season because of the injury but yeah but I, i get what you're saying like you look at the wear and tear but now you look at what he's doing in the nfl and I guess yeah. I don't. I don't really care. And like Kareem Hunt might be
1: out of there this year, so like he might smash this season and kind of get me over the hump and
0: give me. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, we don't need to talk about it now. (laughs) But yeah, so that was a that was a fun one. Um, Once again, player A was Jameer Gibbs, player B was Nick Chubb, and player C was Tajay Spears. Just so everybody knows, Um, good votes out there. I guess I'm the Tajay fan of this. Podcast now. Um, since I voted for C, um, I just didn't tell the world I voted for C until today. So, to but, be
1: honest, like Jameer Gibbs, Ty J Spears, similar size. Do you want the rushing upside or do you want the receiving upside
0: in a full PPR? It's 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 very tough. I think. I mean, you I want go I'd Gibbs. Have Gibbs, but yeah, you gotta
1: go Gibbs. Yeah. But, I agree, especially because he didn't play at Tulane.
0: That, that's a that's a good portion of it too. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying the Georgia Tech slash Bama is better than Tulane, but they are. So, it's actually what we're saying. I don't but, know about Georgia Tech. <laughs> they were pretty freaking bad. They they at least played some some better teams. True, that's true. <laughs> All right. Well, to get some NCAA news. We do have some NCAA news this week, and it's it's not great. Um, what's coming out uh, this week is a little sketch uh, with neighbors just rolling around with a gun, Ian. I don't know what's up with that, uh, but he was arrested. So, Ian, you really need to talk to your team. Uh, set them on the straight and narrow like I've done with my team and uh, just really kind of work work out those kinks. Uh Another guy, um, I believe everybody said this guy was going to Iowa. Um, He's a big Cade McNamara fan, but uh, Mr. Holden there uh, on Patrick's team, he was with Oregon for two weeks, three weeks-ish, maybe a month. He's kicked off. Um, He got three charges. He was menacing, using a weapon again, and coercion. I don't don't know what that means, but uh, yeah. Not good for him, but it, I think he's a Kirk Ferentz, Brian Ferentz kind of guy. So I think he's coming in soon, much like a DJK nice. bringing him back there. So, but yeah, that's, uh, that's what all we got for college news. I mean, pretty boring.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just don't want to
0: hear you know Ian or Patrick
1: you know say something about a Jai hall having character issues. You guys have bigger character issues, okay? All Jai Hall ever did was try and take a boot off of his car and not get along with Nick Saban. Lay
0: off, Ian. Yeah? Ian's got a vendetta against you, though. Like, he didn't give you Anthony Richardson. He basically just gave him over to Chad. And... I mean, yeah, I don't know what to make of that. There's there's
1: quite a few managers in this league with a vendetta against me, to be honest, with. and, you know kind of talking to one right now
0: yeah luke in the background right there he's just that guy
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right so nfl news um i just found this funny apparently you know the lamar jackson contract talks are going on and the ravens made an offer and then lamar jackson countered and sent multiple counter offers and each of them basically stipulated more guaranteed money than deshaun watson like, he's, he's very set that that's what it's going to cost. And he doesn't have an agent. He's basically negotiating his own contract. The Ravens are either going to pay him or another team will.
0: Yeah, I mean, as we're seeing here, I think, we'll, you know, Massage Watson's really, really just broken the market, ruined the market. And I think it's going to hurt some teams. I don't
1: even know if he's ruined the market because the cap keeps keeps going up. So, and, you know, there's different ways of handling guaranteed money where it doesn't cost you cap
0: space. So, really, they're saying we don't want to shell out the cash for it. Which, I mean, can you blame him? He's been injured. I, I mean, then again, <laughs> the Browns gave Deshaun all that money and he hadn't been playing, but they're the Browns, so. I mean, Lamar's won 75% of his games in the league. And you can't tell me that Ravens team has just been stellar. I think that Ravens team's looking for a trade. I think they want to do a little bit of something to get him out of Dodge. Nate's Atlanta Falcons ring a bell. Yeah. I, I mean, think if he's on the Eagles, we win the Super Bowl.
1: Pro- so, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of teams that should want that.
0: Yeah. He's I, gonna get
1: he's gonna get his guaranteed money, whether it's with the Ravens or
0: somebody else. Correct. The Ravens are just gonna I think what they do is just try to capitalize. They they want draft picks and they want all they, that. That's they do they, they do not pay offensive players. They just don't. They never have. Nope, but I don't see it starting now, especially with the guy that's representing himself. No. Probably not.
1: So So then other NFL news, Tua is working with an. You know, U.S. Olympic judo, he's either a coach or an athlete, but Jason Morris to help avoid head injuries. Um, I don't really have a huge take on this because, like, if you're going to know how to fall, like a grappler or like a gymnast probably knows how to do that best. But at the same time, how much are you going to learn in one off season? And then we're talking about a team sport. So you could just get tackled. You could be falling correctly. To prevent your head injury, and then bam, it just happens that your offensive lineman's knee is right behind you. So, yeah, I mean, you only have so many times to get hit in the head, and apparently, I, I understand that he still wants to play, but he's he's kind of rushing towards that point where you get punch drunk.
0: Yeah, I mean, as a, as a fantasy owner of Tua. I'm happy we're we're making some some progress on figuring out how to fall down without smacking our head against everything. Um, but I, 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 your point exactly. I mean, how many concussions can you get in one year? How many concussions can you have until you're just done? So I don't like the uh, I don't like the outlook on this. I mean, we'll see what happens. Maybe this helps them a lot, and then we're on to training judo in the NFL and everybody else is doing it but uh, anyways Tua's available if anybody wants him Uh, not going for high prices like last year so
1: there are a few teams in our league that could absolutely use Tua even if it's for three games mine
0: is one of those (laughs) yeah unfortunately (laughs) but we've got the Sam Howell guy coming up we should be good now sure
1: (laughs) so then the last piece of news is just uh basically in two weekends um the NFL combine well NFL combine is going to kick off in a week and then March 4th and 5th um are basically all the fantasy relevant positions so that'll be fun to see basically kind of the benefit is just seeing everybody weigh in on the same scale get measured the same way and then the guys who need to be fast are they um the
0: guys. I mean, obviously, if you have size, you don't probably don't need to run. But getting excited about that. Um, early talk is tight ends are moving up the board like crazy. Um, yep. Potentially four to five in the first two rounds. Well, in tight end, tight end one of the positions that if you don't run fast at the combine, it gets blown up. Mm-hmm. Like you're if if you're not a good athlete, you just don't get drafted very highly. I think there's just some guys that you know you got your your guys that who's gonna who's gonna overtake that number one i think mayor or meyer from notre dame is that guy but my utah boy
1: i think when mayor comes in and runs a 4-8
0: teams are gonna have a little bit different opinion yeah but i think it's gonna be interesting tight ends are gonna be a a big one this year and
1: Kind of exciting. Yeah, and basically like historically, if a tight end runs four eight, they're almost never fantasy relevant. So mm-hmm. something to watch for Chad, because I b I don't know what he paid for
0: mayor, but it was a lot. He's believe, a big Notre Dame tight end guy. I think he packaged up Dalvin Cook. I do believe that's correct, yes. Oh
1: my. That's let's hope he does let's hope he doesn't run four eight. <laughs>
0: oh boy. We need Mayer hitting four three with what he created a way. <laughs> yeah, I don't disagree there, so we got some stats, Jacob. Um yep. per usual every week we always keep up with Malik Willis. Um Rumor has it uh, Malik is really, really tearing it up this off season in the weight room. Um but that does not give him any stats. For this week, so sorry about that. Uh, Grimm and Hafner, Malik, not fantasy relevant once again. Um, Tajay Spears, Nate uh, may want to package him for Jameer Gibbs because you like him better. Now Tajay no stats again. We'll see what happens at the combine though. So be an interesting one. Trade counter. We got a trade from Fleece and Luke and Jacob Belleville. I, I want to kind of talk through this uh, just to, just so everybody knows who's listening, what was traded. I, I want to kind of get Jacob's opinion on how we got here and, you know, how the trade happened and whatnot. So Jacob does, does get Nick Chubb. Um, Luke gets Jameer Gibbs, NCAA four three, and NCAA fourteen three. I'm assuming he wanted that fourteenth round pick. He needed that for reasons. Uh, but uh he, he just basically traded off all
1: of his other picks, so he needs it to like fill out a <laughs> roster.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. So uh what's our thoughts behind this? Um give me, you know, how did this come to fruition? did Did anything, like, just seem odd about this trade? No, he's basically been asking about Jameer Gibbs for going on two and a
1: half years now. So, I knew that he liked him. I'd say I like Jameer Gibbs less than most other people. He just happened to be on my team from our initial startup draft. Um, I've always been a big Nick Chubb fan. I want to win it next year, so I see Kareem Hunt leaving. Nick Chubb, I think, has another... Just with the way he plays and the way they use him, I think he has another two, three years. And so been top ten every single year of his career in fantasy. That you know, I can kinda of count on that for next year. Jameer Gibbs just has a really wide range of outcomes. One of those outcomes could be Naheem Hines. The other one could be Christian McCaffrey. There's a whole lot, you know, kinda of gonna be baked in with his size at the combine and it's like it it felt okay for me, and then I've got way more picks than I can even use this year, so the fourth
0: and fourteenth weren't that big of a deal. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I can agree with your points there. I, I think, I, Gibbs is a very big. He's got a his floor to ceiling is just stupid massive. But Which, he, to be honest, usually I'm the ceiling person. Like I,
1: I just shoot for players with high ceilings, and you know, Gibbs definitely has one. But at the same time, I can. I felt like I was close this last year. How close can I be this next year? Yeah, no, I don't I, know. If, I don't know if Jameer Gibbs comes in and just like starts playing, you know, fifty percent snaps right away.
0: Does I agree. It take, does it take a year? I don't know. You know, if, I think if Gibbs is going to hit something, I think he's going to if if he's going to reach a top potential, I think he's going to be like a Tony Pollard kind of guy. It's going to take him a year or two to like really get going, and then when he does, he takes off. But I mean, if you're trying to win it now, you're trying to win it now. You don't want you don't want to wait for him to take off.
1: Yeah, and honestly, like basically, it was just a volume play, right? Because mm-hmm. Gibbs, you—he's probably going to be a role player like most of his career. He's just going to have less touches. Whereas yep. Nick Chubb, I can count on you know 25 rushes a game.
0: So, yeah, yeah. Chubb Chubb's got that. And for hopefully,
1: time. hopefully, with Kareem Hunt out of town, maybe some more receiving work. That's basically what I'm hoping for.
0: I mean, you got to be thinking Chubb gets three, maybe four more years of productive ball, at least.
1: I think he's that type of running back, yeah, that can play longer.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I think I like the trade for Luke. Um, He does get younger. I mean, he's got Zeke. Zeke is – we all know he's up there. Um, Chubb, yeah, he unfortunately had to get rid of him, but – he does get younger. We'll see what happens. I think this is going to work out perfectly when the Browns draft Gibbs. And then he just sits behind Chubb for three or four years and it doesn't matter.
1: Here's the here's the kind of the kicker about this entire draft is like obviously running backs are deep. The NFL probably knows that they're deep. And there's a few other ones like I've got them on my team like Kenny McIntosh and Evan Hull. They can play that third down receiving back role. And so it's yep. like crap. You know, it'd
0: be, it'll be interesting to see where people go. I guess. Oh, for sure. I I agree. this This draft will be an interesting one. This will be our our second one. Um, I think I think we're gonna see some different stuff. I think people are gonna shift their strategies on our in our league and who they're gonna trade for and whatnot. So, hopefully, we see some more trades soon. Like Nate, like is he even around this? Does he?
1: All I know is we've had four trades to start the season. All of them involve me.
0: What's everybody even, else doing? You know, I'm not even so sure he's Nate's even in the league anymore. So, um, but have, I, you I
1: had a, have you had a trade yet? Tweet.
0: Not yet. I'm I'm kind of beating the drum on some stuff. You know, there's a <laughs> there there's a, a lot of drum beating, and and we'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, anyways, I mean, that's our trade counter, that's everything like that. Um, did you look into anybody's teams? I know we were going to discuss some stuff this year or this um, week.
1: Yeah, I was looking at a few of the teams. Basically, kind of one of the things that stood out was there was a huge disparity between, I'd say, four of the playoff teams in the points they scored last year and the rest of the league. So, yes. And so I was looking at one team in particular. um, They were about like 500 points off. And if you actually break that, say say we have a 17-game season and you break that down, that's adding a player that's going to score you 30 points a week. So you have to add Josh Allen just to be competitive, to have a shot. And Tweet, unfortunately, you are a little bit worse than that 500 points. (laughs) but you've got at least some like youth coming up. Um, But I looked at like just some of the college stuff that those teams had and it's getting, it's getting a little bit uh, spooky out there for some teams. So they might want to consider trading some people. Yeah. I mean, you might might have to trade like your best players.
0: See, you might just have to. Oh, for sure. I think I think there's some movement that still needs to be made. I think my my team, Chad's team, a couple of them. Um, Chad finally made some moves this week. He dropped all 933 guys on his taxi squad, I believe it was by the end of yesterday. Um, oh, they're
1: invalids.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, you know you're holding on to guys a little too long if they're invalid, Chad. Um, but yeah, I I think I think this year's going to be maker. I think I seriously think this is make or break. You gotta either like you gotta figure it out. You gotta make your trades. You gotta you gotta go all in, or you gotta kind of sell a little bit um, to get yourself rebuilding again. Yeah, I mean, I just look at like even Brett's team.
1: He's got Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs. They're both getting close to where they might you know kind of hit their A.J. Don't you want to sell them for as much as you can? Cause right now is as, like as valuable as they're probably going to get. Yeah, I mean, you got like how do they have a better season? First of all, they probably won't. Like they just if have two top five
0: season. wide receivers, and you need a quarterback. Why don't you? Why don't you sell one of those guys and go? Like,
1: pack, package them up and go after a Caleb Williams. I don't know. Yeah, or I mean, we don't. We don't want to see those players go to Luke's team, but at the same time, you kind of need to get something going for the future.
0: There's got to be a way to get you throwing one of those guys and Grimm's going to give you somebody besides Mac Jones. Like, there's got to be a way.
1: But I'm even like,
0: – yeah. I mean, I don't think you want
1: anybody on Grimm's team. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: Mac Jones? His college team? Not as much. But he's got some players on the NFLs. I'd take Trevor. Oh, no, one. he's
1: got NFL players. I'm saying, yeah. like, I'm talking about the quarterbacks that he has. He's got Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence
0: panned out. I don't want Justin Fields. No. He's about to, he's about to get traded. Did you just see that stat that his record is worse than uh, uh, Jamarcus Russell's? For the first yeah. three years or whatever? I saw a stat today that
1: on 15% of his dropbacks last year, he was sacked. And on 4 or 5% of his dropbacks last year, he threw an interception. So 20% of plays, he's having a negative effect on the team. Because I don't care what anybody says, sacks or a quarterback stat. And how many, yeah, I mean. It's not like you can blame it on the offensive line all you want, not bad offense, but you still got to throw the ball away.
0: So that's the thing is like I feel like they blame the O-line and they blame the wide receiver problem and this, that, the other thing, but. I don't know if that's all the all of what's going on there. Just, I, I I don't. I Darnell, love Justin Fields. Darnell, Mooney, movies, but
1: Darnell Mooney did fine. Why isn't he now?
0: Yeah, it's a it's a tough one. But yeah, there's there's definitely some players that can be traded. I mean, I think like I'm
1: out here trying to sell like trade DeAndre Hopkins because he's getting older. But at the same time, this is like my win window. So yeah. I just I don't know why people are like holding on to like something that is only going to depreciate in value.
0: I agree. Unless you're really going for it. Like if you're if you're all in and you think Hopkins is the guy that's going to help you go for it. I think my concern with Hopkins, I don't know where he's going to play. I mean, he goes and plays for Mac Jones with Mac Jones. I don't love that, <laughs> which is where things are kind of pointing. We'll see.
1: No, he's know, won. With he's Aaron
0: Rodgers in Green Bay. Yeah, he's produced every with
1: every quarterback and every that's terrible true. situation that he's been in. So I'm not too worried about it.
0: Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, I I so tried what, to look. What, what player out there are you
1: act? Are you going to try and acquire tweet? Because let's be honest, he had by far the worst team last year. On the NFL side. So who, who are you going to go
0: after? Or what? Man, I I haven't thought about who. I really need to f- look at – I really need a quarterback. And if I'm making a trade, I, I need to go grab a quarterback. Um, That's probably where I need to be. I don't mind my running backs. My wide receivers are going to be good. Uh, I can take Hyatt with the first pick. Um, so I'm not overly concerned. I just, you got, I got Tua. I've got Aaron Rodgers emerging from a dark room. Um, I, I don't know what I got. Uh, I, at least I have Jordan Love too, but I, I need a quarterback, but the one guy with all the quarterbacks, he's going to be asking a lot. Who's that? Eh, some people stockpile him Don't look at my college roster. Are
1: you talking about like somebody stockpiled college ones or NFL ones.
0: Well, Grim, we know stockpiled NFL ones.
1: Yeah, but you really want Mac Jones?
0: No, I want Trevor Lawrence to be honest. But well, yeah, yeah, I, thats going to cost you gotta me. It,
1: you got to do it now before Grim like realizes the fact that Justin Fields isn't any good.
0: <laughs> do I go? He's still,
1: he's still banking on that.
0: I know. I already know what he's going to ask for if I go for Trevor Lawrence. He's going to ask for Drew Aller. I mean, and it's like, I'd do it. I'd consider it, too. So, we'll see. We'll see what I can I can drum up here. Um, I think the one thing I noticed when looking at teams this week, uh, as I haven't been very busy, is there's definitely teams that need to make trades. Um, mine, Chad's, Brett's. I think those are your three on the NFL side that need to make moves. I don't mind... The college sides for each one of those teams are not bad, um, but this college draft will be interesting too. I'm so excited for the college draft. It's ridiculous. Who do you like? (laughs) I personally love Dante more, but we all know he's not making it past the first four picks. And uh, we have a uh, call-in question. <laughs> uh, didn't realize this is a call-in show this week, but it is. Uh, this is from Stu. Uh, Stu Stew. Stew from Clear Lake. Um, Stu from Clear Lake says, what moves do Brett and Chad need to make? Where do they need to go with their NFL side of things? Um, I think we kind of hinted on Brett's side. I mean, if you look at Brett's team, the, the moves he needs to make are, let's trade some of these stud wide receivers that you have, because, I mean, no joke, he's got probably some of the best wide receiving core out there. Let's work on that and maybe upgrade Baker Mayfield um, as your second quarterback. That's just the thought. Um, you, you got some, he's got some players. He just needs another quarterback. If he gets another quarterback, I think he's, extremely competitive in this league and can fight for first. He was already pretty good last year.
1: Well, I think it came out today that, like, Javante Williams might be missing games this year. Mm-hmm. So, if you're going to be, like, five weeks behind and still not scoring at a rate that you're kind of competing with everybody else, it's going to be tough. Yeah. So then is that just another year that you put off your rebuild and Tyreek tears up his knee? Then that's, like, that's a doomsday scenario. So yep. how do I rebuild now? You have to do it with your picks on the college side.
0: Yeah. The longest way to rebuild. Yep. It's, it's the longest way, but it, it's effective. And then I didn't look into Chad's team that much, and honestly, if Russell Wilson can get it together, he'll be all right. He's got Kenny Pickett. He's got Anthony Richardson. He's kind of rebuilding pretty well through the college side, assuming some of these guys work out. I mean, Anthony Richardson's not my style of quarterback, as we all probably know. Yep. You like Joe Flacco. Yep. <laughs> but uh, but if he pans out, I mean, he's going to – him and Kenny Pickett with Russ, if Russ plays well with Sean – his quarterback situation now looks good. I mean, he's still starting Marvin Jones, Tyler Algier. I mean, he's playing some guys that who knows? Like they're Marvin just Marvin Jones get it. has to be like thirty eight. <laughs> yeah, uh, long yeah, definitely. But uh, those would be the guys I'd be looking at to like just upgrading a little bit more around. He has like zero depth, but he's he's gaining. He's bringing some good college guys in. I mean, I think we can see that with Charbonnet and those guys too. So we'll see what happens with his team. He's definitely going to be on one on the watch list. But. Yeah, I think
1: kind of just because you brought up uh, Charbonnet, I don't know how to pronounce it, but like those bigger running backs that kind of popped off, of, like Charbonnet had two good years, but like Abanaconda, Kendre Miller, it'll be interesting to see what they run. Because 40 times, do they matter all the time? Probably not. But they will vault you up draft boards in the NFL. Like, someone's just going to take a shot at you. So, you know, it'll be interesting. Because I think Charbonnet is going to run pretty fast. And he's definitely all of,
0: like, 220, 225. So. I like him. I I really do. Uh,
1: Trade for him, tweet.
0: I mean, I'm going to throw my. You traded me for him. I'm going after Ellis. I'm going after Kenny too.
1: Everybody laughed and looked at me like I was crazy when I'm like, oh, he's RB three
0: last year. Turns out he probably
1: was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then the only other thing that I looked at was college. And I, I'm I'm the bear has his picks every week in college and he hates beating the dead horse. So he just needs Patrick to put a A team out there. He just needs I don't care if Patrick goes and drafts all Mac players that all just played last year. Give me a squad that's going to compete every week. That's all I need. Um, College side, we just need that team to step up and I think think it could change some things. If he gets a couple wins here and there, shit, I, I think that could make all the difference in the playoff races. Um, but yeah I At this point it doesn't matter if they go pro Like just go get Go get some guys that can play And put up 12 points And you might have a chance so. Yeah because I, I, I know
1: already This year that I will probably be targeting More I'll definitely be targeting some guys that I Think just might be college producers More than I did last year Like half my roster is freshmen right now I need to give them time So I might as well compete if I can. And I just kind of lucked into like a pretty decent college fantasy quarterback situation. Yeah. Like I don't even like Jordan Travis, but it's looking like Florida State might do some
0: stuff this year. Yeah.
1: I I think I traded for him like right before playoffs started.
0: I like Florida State. I mean, I got Trey Benson, so I'm really kind of enjoying what they're doing because it seems like you and I might be getting some payoff here. Um, but, yeah, I
1: – You should draft uh, – because what pick do you have on the college side? The eighth.
0: You should draft Hakeem Williams. I haven't done my research yet this year. I'm planning on hitting that here pretty hard here next, next month or two. I like to see where everybody shakes out. I struggle looking at players, and then I don't know where everybody transfers and blah, blah, blah. So, um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll be looking into some guys. But uh, anyways, Jacob, this question was posed to you, uh, our NFL guru. This was a this was Michael. Michael from Lincoln, Nebraska. Mm, Um, Lincoln. Yes, he wants to ask: Is Patrick's NFL team on the downslide? I mean,
1: yeah, because he doesn't have the talent coming from the college side to like supplement like a guy getting older. So, yes. I mean, it might be roughly the same this next year. I don't know. But next two years, like, I I just look at his college team and I just don't see what, outside of Drake May, what else is going – what else is going to help? We start, like,
0: eight flex positions. You got to fill them. I mean, at that point – Yes, Drake. he's got Drake May and he's got, what, Jordan Addison coming up? Is that right? Yep.
1: Oh, uh, Does he have Addison?
0: He does have Addison.
1: Yeah, so he's got those two, but then after that you're looking at Kendall Milton. Hasn't panned out at
0: Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be on the downhill. So what do you do? You take Drake May, just go get a haul? Just, I mean, he's... <laughs> Or do you write him out and, you know, pair him with Joe Burrow and then, I don't know, try to trade somebody else? Like
1: I'm probably trying to trade Addison.
0: I if, trade do Addison. you want to keep
1: your NFL side going? Because, like, Drake May with Burrow, that's a pretty good one-two punch for your Superflex
0: League. That's probably going to carry you quite a few weeks. And he's got young receivers. I mean, he still has Watson and Pickens and those guys, so...
1: Yeah, but Pickens
0: is bad. He's a bad, bad man, as Stephen A. Smith would say.
1: He just makes every catch look so difficult. Why is yep. that? Because he's elite. He's, he's elite at, like, okay, this is a routine fade. I'm going to dive and lay lay out for it and not get any yak. <laughs> so true. He's got um, Then he's got your other Pittsburgh Steeler, Deontay Johnson, who likes to run backwards. <laughs> Catch the ball and go backwards six
0: yards. <laughs> man, that's too soon, bro. We got another call in. Uh, like, he, he needs – Patrick needs, like,
1: Sky Moore to work out.
0: No, yeah, I agree, and then he also like needs-
1: he, He's just relying on some of these guys, like, developing and working out rather than having –
0: kind of as an established core going forward, I guess. Yeah. They work out. I mean, shit, they're going to be good, but... It's going to be an interesting one for his team. I don't know if you sell anything too crazy right now, because they all pan out, they all do, but... It'll be interesting. Let's see here. All right, we got, a uh, Emmanuel from you, Uruguay um, asking with Grimm's NCAA team what does his NFL future look like? Uh, you know Grimm's NCAA team. I mean we know Grimm's NFL team slightly aging. He's got some young quarterbacks. Are any of them going to pan out? Pfft. He's got Trevor Lawrence and Herbert. He should be fine there. Um, as you look at the college side, I mean, it's just kind of where you project Mr. Neal and Edwards to go. I think he's he's really high on those guys. I think I personally like Edwards more than Neal, but uh, yeah, they could very well I, I help him out quite a bit.
1: I still think they're like third-round running backs.
0: Yeah, I can see that. But then my other thing is, is I think I'm not looking at his color or his NFL side but I think he needs wide receiver help. I think that's probably his biggest weakness. I mean he's got Debo and Mike Evans but who knows what Mike Evans is going to be playing with. He's got Mooney. He's pretty good on tight ends but I don't see a whole lot of wide receiver depth on his college team that's going to be coming up to really bring in extra troops which you definitely need I mean wide receiver in our league is probably one of the most important positions because we play so many positions so
1: yeah I mean even like his reserve guys a lot of them are getting old I mean you got Allen Robinson you got Michael Gallup Michael
0: Thomas I don't like is he ever gonna play again it doesn't sound like it. I mean, the guy can't figure out his ankles or his feet. So, yeah, I he's got tight ends for days. I mean, should he blow it up? I don't know if he should technically blow up that team, but I think he's got some pieces that he can move. I mean, when you're talking, you know, George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, Derrick Henry, you know, a bunch of guys that are aging yet still studs. Like, that should be able to bring you something. And if anything, if I'm him, I'm taking that and I'm taking it to the college side. I want some some guys to come up and, and give me some youth. That's what I would do, but I think knowing him, he's gonna push for that for that NFL win this year. If it yeah. were, I mean, that's just what he does every year though.
1: I don't know, he's he's got some youth on his team, like his NFL team. It's just I look at his college roster and I don't know where like where's the next batch that's what i don't know like where does that come from cuz even some of his nfl youth it's like rashad white he had to trade for mm-hmm.
0: like, did he get the better of that trade i don't remember but i think i think rashad was in the uh, in the trade with brett for like noah gray well, well yeah that worked out I think that was the George Kittle trade.
1: <laughs> Brett will trade for any uh, chief except for the one that I have. He doesn't <laughs> want Juju. Where does Juju go? Does he stay? Probably. I mean, the free agent market for wide receivers this year is ugly.
0: Yeah, so Grimm got Kittle, Rashad White, I've got Noah Gray, Calvin Austin, Malik Willis in the NFL second.
1: Well, Malik is going to pan out, so that's not a bad trade, man. That's a great trade.
0: He has been tearing it up, the weight room this offseason. That's what here. we've heard. Yep, Heard it here first. That's insider sources from Southern Bear. And Southern Bear gets along with them folks down there in the, the Nashville area, you know.
1: I actually heard that uh, Luke was the one that kind of thought up that entire trade between Dennis and Brett, and then they both went with it. It's just a complete fleece, right?
0: Well, I mean, it's the number one fleece out there.
1: Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Tweet. Looking back, would you trade Noah Gray, Calvin Austin, and Malik Willis for just Rashad White? (laughs) No. What?
0: (laughs) Well... I would. <laughs> would I oh would I give those guys up for Rashad? Yeah. Yeah, all day. I mean yeah. you, they, one's a punt returner, one's a third string tight end. My favorite and maybe a quarterback.
1: Yeah, my favorite's the NFL second round pick because I've been looking like at which guys might get drafted and
0: which ones are still available in this league. There's like three guys that I even want. <laughs> Did anybody Draft anybody in the second round Of our NFL draft last year That panned out to be anything Probably not Because we don't do kickers So Yeah Because somebody was going to get dicker in the second round I mean (laughs) I just don't I think it's going to get a little bit better as the years go by because we're obviously going to miss people. We're missing on Hyatt. Like, it's going to continue happening. We're not going to have all the studs on our roster, especially if people go the freshman route, things like that. The second rounds will become more important, but they are not important right now, not next year, not two years from now, probably five years from now when everybody's got a different strategy. So,
1: I don't know if we ever get to where those second-rounders are important. Because, like, if, I, if yeah. I look back at the draft last year, I can remember me taking – I took, like, Jelani Woods at the 104. And then the rest,
0: I, I was just like, okay, I don't care. <laughs> I mean – Yeah. I mean, you got to have – North Dakota State's got to have one hell of a year to put out a bunch of people that you're going to maybe want. But oh, uh, there is – yeah, the tight end for Tennessee did go in the second round. Yeah, the
1: one who's like 6'2".
0: Yeah, he'll have a great career. Yeah, Okonaku. I don't know. Me pronouncing names on this thing. is Yeah. I think he's on my team, actually, though. So he's probably going to be elite.
1: You you couldn't remember your elite tight end in the (laughs) the second round that nobody wanted on their 45-man college roster?
0: Well, he's either on this team or he's on a different one. Oh yeah he's he is on my team. He's been riding that taxi squad but that's that's for maturing players for my squad so that's true but I got him with the first pick in the second round. yeah you really did turn your like it's not your team
1: is not good obviously but you really uh you really went the jail bait route.
0: <laughs> I don't think there's anybody over like 22 on there. No, yeah, we're, we're a big youth movement team. Uh, you know, probably a third of these guys are going to pan out, so we should be in the top half of this. You switch weekend. your
1: name to, like, the Girls and Boys Club.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's 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 kind of tough. Tough when you want to win on the caller side so bad. You're gonna, you going to, like, sell cookies or something as a fundraiser? Jesus,
1: it's all too much, everybody loves Girl Scout cookies though You could just be like, we have thick mints, we've got (laughs) These aren't Samoans, these are Moanas
0: (laughs) Jesus Get in trouble with Disney This podcast is getting out of hand right now I, I, I don't even know what to say Um
1: I'm just giving you guys business ideas. Those guys are going to be out of the league here soon. <laughs> you
0: got to have a backup plan. Tweet. Not, not in Tennessee. They they just had to cut a bunch of guys. You know, my tight end is going to be good. So, I think think I'm going to bring some new ideas to the podcast next week. By the way, just so the world knows, um, I, I think I think I got some good stuff for you guys. Uh, we're going to play fleece or not. Oh wait, we already play that, and everything Luke does is a fleece. Which Twitter agreed. He fleeced you, Jacob.
1: Yeah, I think um, I think the rookie hype is a little crazy right now. To be honest, like I, I think that trade was actually just pretty even. But obviously, I should feel that way. No, but the poll was like seventy-one to twenty-nine or something in favor of Jameer Gibbs, right? Yep. Yeah. And yeah. I, I just I can't see it. Like there's a very real possibility that Jameer Gibbs goes out there, weighs in at 199 and then runs like a four or five. Yeah, like everybody talks about his speed, but you look at like his high school track times they're not fast. He's like he's just like I don't know and I can't really get a gauge for it in play because he's very like quick like laterally. But everybody who's like 190 pounds is quick laterally. So I don't know. There's just a lot that I'm a little bit nervy Norman on with Jameer Gibbs. Which is why you sold him. Yeah. Makes sense. Plus I have Bijan coming in. So, I mean,
0: it's not like I don't have a young running back coming up. Yeah, you, you got a guy. It's always nice to have a guy. It is. Do you have a guy this year? I got a few guys.
1: Yeah, which one? Which one you putting all your eggs? All the eggs are going into the basket. You're you're trading one of them. So you've got Devin Achane, and then you've got uh, Sean Tucker. Who's the guy that you're willing to put your name behind?
0: And I got Eric Gray and Chris Rodriguez. I'm loaded with running Um, back guys coming in.
1: Let's just focus on Ashen and uh, <laughs> Let's just focus on A-chain and uh, Sean Tucker for now. We can come back to those other scrubs. But, um, which one? I mean,
0: I, I'm. Who do, you, who
1: do you want to get the higher draft capital?
0: I, I'm gonna ride Tucker. Ashen's got a place in the league. He can catch the ball. He's he's got speed. He's gonna play somewhere. I mean I in my predictions of where he's going to go like I predicted the Chiefs I think he'd be a good guy out of their backfield catching balls kind of kind of that player um Sean Tucker's my guy he's he's going to be the workhorse I think he is going to be a workhorse in the league I still think he's the second one off the board but when it comes running backs you just never know so yeah So I'm selling, ah Shane, Uh, everybody has a price, Lucas, but uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Tweet, I don't know who you're talking to, Um, Luke's not even here, man. Well, I've had a few beers, (laughs) Just (laughs) just seeing some stuff, and I'm used to seeing Luke on this cast where it's, where it just feels like he's here, but.
1: It does, probably because he's in the background. Um I just kind of, basically all the comments that are coming in are Luke. So if you have a problem with a comment coming out of Storm Lake or Lincoln, Nebraska, you have a problem with
0: Luke. Yeah. And Nate, if you have more problems with the podcast, we welcome you on. Because um, well, well, Yeah, what was he
1: complaining about?
0: It's NASCAR and... Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: I'll, I'll triple down on whatever I said about NASCAR.
0: You know what? I'm tired of people having problems with this and they just not showing up to, to defend themselves on here. Like, yep. I think I think it's about time Nate comes back. We need some Grim on here. Um, I need to hear from Grimm's mouth what his plan is. I, I need to hear what he's going to do. Um, drinker, bring him back. He's just a good drinking buddy. Um... Yeah, let's, let's bring them all. Let's have a 10-person podcast. All of us at once just yelling things at each other. I'll take that night off. Sounds like a <laughs> mess. Yeah. But, yeah, so I, I think that's all I got this week. You got anything else, Jacob? Nothing. All right. Well, everybody, have a great week. Um, we, we start, won-
1: thinking, start thinking about what you're going to do. It is embarrassing what some of you guys are doing out here. I got four trades done, and some of you actually need those trades. I know. Don't make it happen for you.
0: I do uh, Do want to remind everybody, don't forget to like, rate, share, love, hug, everybody, but mainly this podcast. We love you. We miss you. Start your studs. Don't be a Luke. Don't fleece fuckers. Toodles.
1: Yeah.